This is the Taylor Collective with Zach and Erica. It has been a minute. It has been a hot minute. 2020. 2020 was crazy, exciting, but mostly crazy. Mostly crazy. Unexpected, I would say. Yes, very unexpected. But we took a break about six months half a year (laughs) Mm. and in that time period what we really did was we kind of stepped back um and we're talking about the name change moving from topics with the taylors to the taylor collective the taylor collective the taylor collective (laughs) and we're going to get more into why that name change took place what the thought process behind it um later on um probably in the episodes to come but really it opens up and allows us to start doing more things creatively and integrate different people into our podcast. Mm -hmm. So we are going to talk to your dad a little bit just about his life. And so that allows us to collectively bring people in. Right. And it uh, also allows us to start doing more than just a podcast or more than just topics. Yeah. I mean, topics are cool, but that was so 2020. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, and we also are going to talk about this thing that we have started researching since we, uh, we're we going to have a little baby. Little Miss Peyton's going to be here. Yes, in that time where we took a break, we yep. got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometime, she's going to be here sometime this month. Anytime now. Maybe this podcast. Probably not. Who knows? <laughs> Let's hope If not. it ends real quick and you hear we're going to the hospital, it's because... We're going to the hospital. We're going to the hospital for Peyton. Hopefully. That's the reason. But uh, we've been researching this topic of family discipleship. It so has we're kicking off 2020 with... 2021. Oh, 2021, yes, with family discipleship. Family discipleship. And to, to add a, a quick definition to what family discipleship is, is I think you got to have to kind of take the two words and define them. Sure. Uh, so family is, is going to be that um, nuclear or non-nuclear family. So... The husband and wife and child, the mom, a single parent and child, the grandparent, grandparent and raising. child, the dad and child, the um, the married couple that's just there, or um, because family can often even be t- be non blood related. Yeah, like your roommates. You're if you're single, the the people you run with. I mean, that's your family. That's your, that's your boys. That's your tribe. That's your tribe. Um, that you roll with and a great example of of that is um, the tribe I rolled with in high school my my guys I rolled with in high school there was someone came up for some reason in the lunchroom had a beef with somebody and uh, his name was Corey he, he stood up he's like whoa man hey what's going on and as part of his tribe all the other guys in his friend group stood up and said hey man do you have a problem with with our brother Mm-hmm. And uh, at that time, because there was like seven of us and one of him, he decided he didn't have a problem with our brother. <laughs> um, so you know, whatever that, that tribe is. If you're a group of people that you do life with. Yeah. Doesn't have to be just what we think of as family. Like a husband and a wife mm-hmm. and a kid. Right. And discipleship, discipleship is such an interesting word um, because the Christian world has kind of like a, tried to try to own that because we are disciple makers. We're called to be disciple makers, but we are discipling kids and discipling each other and discipling ourselves in something at all times. Sure. 
So we're always teaching ourselves what's important, where our money is going to, where our time is going to, where our thought life is going to. We're discipling ourselves in that realm. A lot of, you know, football season's coming to an end. A lot of us are, I was discipled to be an OU fan in a lot of ways. I had OU shirts given to me at a young age. I said, hey, we root, we say boomer, not hook them horns. We say boomer sooner. That's, that's what we say in this house. Not go pokes? No, not go pokes. We say boomer sooner. You wear crimson. You watch OU. Here's Barry Switzer. Like, I was discipled <laughs> into OU football. Yes, you were. And we do that with sports. We do that with um, religion or non-religion aspects. Um, so... So discipleship is what is, you give your time to, what you give your life to? I would say to. discipleship is what you're teaching your kids or what you're teaching yourself is important. Yeah. So family discipleship is that is that group you roll with, mm-hmm. whether it's the nuclear family or you're single with your, with your boys or your girls, that you are collectively coming together and saying, this is important. I'm going to teach you. We're going to teach each other to be like this, we're to be striving. a Sooner fan. To be Together, a Christian. Yeah. To be whatever. That's exactly. Just, I love that. Yeah. That's a really good definition and a breakdown of what this whole family discipleship is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So kind of Zach talked to us a little bit about um, where we're going with this whole family discipleship. Like why, what are, what is the breakdown going to look like over the next couple of weeks? So we're going to, uh, so we have... I mean, just a backstory on me and Erica, real quick. She followed a church called Watermark. I followed a church called Village. Um, they're very both great, biblically sound um, churches, leadership. They in both Texas. in Texas, <laughs> both in Dallas, both multi-site, both or Village isn't multi-site anymore, but both um, tons of resources, both free, um, and they both do a lot of things similarly. They just have different wordage. Yes. So for me, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about is um, family discipleship in the language of, of four things, time, moments, milestones, and modeling. And Erica, you kind of from the watermark perspective, they have different language for it. Yeah, they use different words. And these aren't exactly the words they use either, but they're the words that kind of resonate with my thought process of how this works. But like Grow, care, rest, and create. Mm-hmm. So the four kind of areas of focus is that. Yeah. And just so clarification, we're no means experts on this. By no means. I mean, we don't even have a child yet here. Here, yeah. That we're discipling. Yeah. Our <laughs> other two is already in heaven, so. Exactly. And I think it's important, though, that this starts before you even have children. I think this goes. Mm-hmm. It, it, you can implement this at any point in time in your life. These yeah. areas are important, period. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're we're wanting, and it goes back to even, like, our, our single friends who don't have, uh, who aren't married. Like, your goal is not to get married in life. Your goal, if you're a Christian, is to be more like Christ. So your family, your tribe, needs to sharpen you and disciple you to be more like Christ. Right. Using these areas of time, moments, milestone, and modeling, or grow, care, rest, and create. Like, Mm -hmm. those integrate into more than just a family unit. Right. Um, Do you want to kind of, Erica, do you want to go into kind of like, what's the purpose, um, your thought process behind this? You have a great illustration for this. Yeah. So, I 
in reading things about family discipleship, parents have 18 summers with their kids before they leave for college, if they go to college. So kind of the 18 summers is really um, the number that we're looking at from birth to um, high school graduation. 18 is not a very large number. <laughs> and so really learning to be intentional with our kids and our time is a big um, deal with this. So the purpose is to just like find intentionality with discipling our kids, teaching our kids in everyday aspects how to love the Lord with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength and all of those things. So my illustration is out of the book called Think Orange. You get 936 marbles and you place them in a jar. So the 936 is the estimated number of weeks between birth and the time you're child will graduate from high school and each week you're going to remove a marble from the jar so you get smaller and smaller and smaller as the weeks go by and that's really to help us remember um, psalms 90 verse 12 that says teach us to number our days so that may we may get a heart of wisdom so um this is just teaching us the value of quality interactions, mm -hmm. just really being intentional with our everyday. Um, when there's a countdown, like at a basketball game, the clock starts ticking down and it's like the intensity raises. Everybody right. gets more excited or more anxious or just the clock is ticking down. Well, careers are made off of final shots. I mean, Kobe Bryant was a killer at the one minute to go. He would take over games. Yeah, exactly. So it changes our behavior. It gives us a shift in energy, a shift in focus and passion um, as we watch that clock go to zero. Mm -hmm. And that's what this marble illustration is supposed to do as well. It's a visual representation of what are we spending our time doing? How mm -hmm. are we teaching our children? Mm -hmm. um, what is important? Right. And even so to apply this to people who don't have kids, if you and your roommate say okay we're going to go through college right well you have there's i did some quick math thanks quick to google math. in four years there's 1460 days right so you get 1460 marbles i think i did that wrong you oh you need to break it down to weeks god zach i mean you could do days it's that's just, a lot of marbles that's a lot of marbles to 208 marbles are a lot easier oh much so get 208 marbles that left roughly breaks down to four years in the weeks. And you can really mark your time in um, college, in that season, um, when you're counting down towards something. And, and celebrate that fact. I mean, college, um, because of the less responsibilities I had um, just in life, I was able to really pour my life into four dudes. I mean, ev almost every day something about my life was connected to theirs now because i have a wife a child coming a mortgage a you a know dog. A, a dog a house keep running there's there's uh less time less time for me to be intentional with right. which means i have to be even more intentional absolutely with the time i do have to spend it in a discipleship making relationships well and i think this even breaks down um into years like mm -hmm. every year we set aside time to, you know, do our family goals and planning and those things. But you could set aside a time every January to be like, all right, this is how many weeks are in a year. I don't know. 52. 52. Great. I'm not quick on math. So you put 52 marbles in a jar every year, and that represents the weeks that you have in that year to be intentional with your time. 
So it's not even a four years, a birth to graduation. Like, what if you just stepped back and did this for a year? What yeah. would that look like? Yeah. And we have a, a great quote by C.S. Lewis that kind of illustrates that. It says, isn't it funny how day by day nothing changes, but when you look back, everything is different? Yeah, and I think that is something that is important to do even with reflection when you get to the end of a season or a year just looking back and be like wow god you did a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. and every day i didn't really notice what you were doing but things right. are different now so let's go let's kind of jump into the four rhythms or the four ways um we're kind of defining this um erica the and we're going to talk about grow care rest create kind of separately on their own right yeah well in the weeks ahead we'll really break this down for you into ways that you can help integrate this i think it's important to do it for your families and then yourself Mm -hmm. so today i just really want to hone in a little bit on why it's important to grow even before you have kids so that's the season where of life we are currently in we're about to transition into a season where we're going to be discipling peyton very specifically in these areas but for right now our focus needed to be on how we are growing each other um how we are growing in the lord together right so um Grow is not only wanting our kids to grow in Christ when we have them, but it's how we are growing in Christ right now as an individual. And I think that is key in, e- in anything. Mm-hmm. In teaching your kids how to grow in Christ, you have to be growing in Christ too. And teaching your roommate or in, in any area, we just want to be growing in Christ constantly. Mm-hmm. And so some ways that are just really practical to do that is setting aside time to read scripture every day or to take in some type of scripture. So Zach has a really cool thing that he does with his. He has a spot yes, in I'm our a house. Yes, spot person. Yes. So talk to people a little bit because this is not how I necessarily take in scripture. No, you don't like my spot. I mean, it's a good spot. but So to give you guys some visual uh, I, I am a type of person, I, I have to have designated areas for certain things. Like if I, my place to study can't be the place I eat um, because I just have a disconnect um, in my brain about, well, am I eating or am I studying? Or I, I, I get kind of lost in the train of thought. So I created a space, Erica allowed me to have a budget um, to create a space in our kitchen. Our kitchen's fairly large. Um, just in space, not that it's fancy, just in space. It's got um, a lot of space. And it fits, uh, we have we have a window that faces outside. And basically what we did is we got a couple chairs free, a rug, and a desk, and a bookshelf. And we put it where we're facing outside where I can come in in the mornings, open the drapes, open wide. We don't have blinds. And we just open the drapes and I sit and I can grab, I, I normally for my quiet time I grab um, my copy of God's Word, uh, my journal, and then the commentary that I'm using at that time um, to really go line by line in Scripture line, and, and peel out, kind of get in there with God and just kind of struggle through what does this mean? How, um, how can I find more joy, more fulfillment in Christ? My, uh, my, you know, humans are built to enjoy God. So the greatest joy I can have in this life is, 
enjoying God. And that's why family discipleship is so important is because we collectively have to come together and say, hey, we're going to be intentional about growing in our joy of the Lord, not growing in a... Uh, um, not growing in a static, stale, I, I've got to read today, but growing in a desire to, to really spend time with the Lord. And I found out that, hey, for me, having a spot, a cup of coffee, uh, even, if it, uh, even more so if it's a cup of tea, if we have <laughs> milk in the house, um, having a commentary and having God's Word with me as I read line by line, it really stirs my affections for the Lord in a way that is unique to me. Um, and you, your affections are not stirred in the same way. Um, you don't necessarily, like I'm very structured. I like read one chapter, study it kind of deeply, make notes in my Bible. So that way, if I'm in a spot ever where I, I need to teach that on a second notice or someone asks me a question, I can flip over um, and say, hey, this is what I've gotten from my own study time. Uh, and that's kind of a... I would put grow. So if you're if you're talking again back to that village watermark relationship, there's a watermark says grow, mm-hmm. um, and there's a book called Family Discipleship by Adam Griffin and Matt Chandler that I'm reading that I'm getting a lot of this from. Um, I would put that with milestone. So we do a poor job in celebrating milestones in the Christian walk, right? It's like you're baptized, great, congratulations, that's it. And we like, don't celebrate anything else. else. So salvation feels like a milestone. Right, massive. Baptism. Baptism. And then maybe like a call to ministry if you have that experience. Um, So I think if you, if it's your wife, if it's your kid, if it's your roommate, and you're saying, hey, I want to be enjoying Christ, right? So you set an intentional time together alone and then intentional time together where you come together as a home. Um, whatever your context is. And talk about what the Lord is teaching yeah, you. Yeah, talk about what the Lord is. And you say, hey, man, um, I my goal is to spend time with the Lord. Say you're brand new at this. My goal is to spend time with the Lord um, five minutes a day. And you've done that for a week, man. As a roommate, as a wife, as a parent, you need to say, man, this is a milestone. Like You, you celebrate You those. celebrate that coming of age. When your friend's getting married, we celebrate that coming of age. Um, we don't, in our culture, especially Western culture, we don't celebrate the coming of age as you know, 13, 18. We don't really celebrate that outside of um, marked graduation. Like, there's, I, I never became a man, right? No one ever said, you're a man now. Um, I felt like I became a man when I became a police officer because I had gone through the academy. It's a tough physical experience. Like, I'm a man now. Like... <laughs> Um, and I had a mortgage and a wife and a dog, and I felt like I had all these man things that I'm doing. Um, and we don't sell. We don't. We don't have a coming of age. Right. It's more of a. It just happens. Right. Um, and then some other cultures do a better job of that. Yes, they do. I would say that even in, um, like the quinceanera. Yes. Does a great job of celebrating. At 16. Um, this is a, a coming of an age. Uh, and we kind of got off topic there. And just to kind of wrap this up, what family discipleship is, I would say that for family discipleship, you need to understand that it, it's not going to be pretty, right? We're not saying, and we aren't, we, we don't do this. We try to have family meetings 
<laughs> we've gone from every week to every two weeks to now once a month. I think and you have to have realistic expectations expectations yeah. on what you can and can't do yeah and it's okay if you have unrealistic expectations at first and have to adjust mm-hmm. and it's not going to be this like pentecost god's fire of the tongues come down uh May- moses's face shown like it's not that type of moment <laughs> it's in the ordinary go back to that c.s lewis quote it's in that ordinary moments that things change absolutely and celebrate the the simplistic Hey, I, I got to spend time with the Lord. I, I got to have a, a gospel conversation with somebody. I think um, the Lord answered my prayer today yeah, in this it, way. It's simple. I learned a verse. Right. It, it's like, just simple. Small steps mm-hmm. are what we should be celebrating. Um, and I think that goes back to kind of how I grow in the Lord. Mine is very simple compared to what Zach's is. Um, sometimes mine's just simply listening to um, the version Bible, like have scripture read to me. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's how I dwell in scripture. There's also an app called Dwell. <laughs> D-W-E-L-L is how you look it up in the app store. And it is a app that just reads you scripture right with and, music and the background yeah, it's beautiful it's real peaceful there's a guy named felix who's got an awesome accent that yeah there's I some mean, other people who have accents on like it. an arabic almost accent and I'm yeah like, man this is what people would have sound this is what peter would have sound like if he was in, reading in english Absolutely. because of the, the arabic accent so but yeah. I, I nerd out so. it's a really cool app if you're interested go check that out but um mine is just simply like Getting alone with the Lord, it, there's not a set time usually. Um, sometimes it's me coloring through the Psalms and just reading that Psalms over and over again while I'm coloring and meditating on it. Just whatever it takes so that I can get in the Word and I can focus on the truth of what Jesus says and those things. And then there are times where I really want to study and I have my Bible and the commentaries and all of those things out, but they are not nearly as often as I think Zach's are, but that's okay. And mm-hmm. I think that's important to know, like we're each growing and it's going to look a little different um, in the way we grow. But I think that's why it's important then to come together and talk about yeah. those things. I'm more of them like love your, love the God with love your God with all your soul, mind and heart. I, I tend to lean to the mind, mm-hmm. loving the God with my mind, understanding it. And I've had to really work to like listen to worship music, <laughs> listen to the dwell app, just sit and enjoy it with my heart. Yeah. So. Agreed. So that's kind of an overview of what the next couple of weeks are going to look like when we dive into family discipleship and these areas of time, moments, milestones, and modeling, and then the grow, care, rest, and create. Yes. So we're excited for all the things that are 2021. Yes. And we have more announcements that will come in uh, following episodes. Yeah. We'll let you guys Stay know tuned. when Miss Peyton is born. You can check us out on Instagram. Check Facebook. us out on Facebook. And we still have that blog. And so. we still have that blog. And who knows, we might start a YouTube channel. Ooh. See y'all later. See ya.